Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Welcome back to Leftover. This is Arjun. And I'm Connor. And we are joined this week by very special guest, medieval historian and all-round superstar, Elena Yanega. <laughs> Thank you so much Thanks for, so much for joining. Me. It's, it's such <laughs> been, a pleasure. I'm such a big fun. fan of the podcast. I'm just like way too excited. Uh, so. I mean, this is this has been a long time coming. It's and I'm sorry, I feel like I've sort of fucked about with the whole thing for, for ages, but we finally made it happen. We oh, finally you know, made so, it happen. So you fucked and around, we're, here. we're in the finding out stage, it's fine. If we are in the finding out stage, and 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 uh, hopefully this is going to be one of the good finding out stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but today I think it's before we get started. I think it's really good to sort of like just get a check in from everyone, just to see how everyone's really doing after you know surviving the trauma of witnessing a very rich man slap another very rich man on stage <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Never have I heard so many comedians get solemn all of a sudden. I mean, what I love about this is you, we've got comedians coming out of the woodwork to defend this, and I'm like, that guy's a comedian? Like, I, just, I thought you were some kind of hack pundit. I didn't know, oh. you know, okay, all right. Oh, no, my, my favorite was um, H3H3. Um, oh, God, The YouTuber yeah. when he was like, oh, yeah. violence is never tolerated. I'm like, Dude, your wife was in the IDF. I think you can oh sit this one out. Uh, well, cause, well, this is the thing, right? Because it's it, to a certain extent where it, it's interesting, right? Because ordinarily rich people have the right to do violence with impunity to whomever yeah. that they yeah, like, yeah, yeah. actually, right? And there's yeah. this question about like what counts as violence. There's the whole old like illicit yeah. versus illicit violence. And this is illicit yeah. violence because it's unseemly for rich people to do violence to each other, right? That's uh-huh. what the cops are exactly. For. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This, this this is the kind of thing that you'd expect to see at a Weatherspoons, not at the Oscars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like you you know it's just and and what was great? Like afterwards, they they were speaking to Lakeith Stanfield, um, <laughs> and he just gave like my favorite fucking answer, where he just said, "Yeah, you know, it's kind of a surreal moment, but it's only surreal because of the because of where it happened." You know, I mean, because all around the world. Real things be happening all the time. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 I was uh. just like, my man just said, people around the world are getting slapped all the time. That's right. People do be getting slapped. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think Will Smith should have challenged him to a duel more than anything. He yeah, should have got yeah. one of those gloves and slapped him around the yeah, cheek. Yeah, he should have demanded satisfaction. <laughs> No, yeah, exactly. They, they should have, yeah, gone, gone outside. You know, yeah, like, me, meet me outside. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, I guess this is like this is one of these like peculiarities about being uh, working class and having grown up in America. Because I assure you, people be slapping. Like, where I'm like, yeah, it's like, like, South Dakota, you will get hit for saying something like that, and you'll be lucky yeah. if it's a slap. You know, that's if you awesome. if if. If if you if you have a South Asian family, <laughs> yeah, right? it's uh, like 
A slap is really not that big of a deal. Let's just put it that no, way. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. <laughs> it's like every, every, every blue tick on Twitter is treating this. I think it was Judd Apatow saying, like, he could have killed him. It's like, no, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what planet are you living on? It's just like, <laughs> like, oh, my... Yeah, what is that one where it's like, oh, well, what, and what if, like, he was, like, you know, Betty White and fell backwards, and it's like, what, what if Betty White's been dead for cheese? two months. What if, you know, like, I mean, you could, I could what sit if, around what, and say other shit all the time, too, you yeah. know, come on. What, what, what if instead of his hand, it was actually, like, a razor blade, and it, it actually cut him open instead? What if, you know, what like, if, it could of, have been. What if he, what if uh, Chris Rock was made of explosives, and. Uh, Will Smith like threw a book of matches on him. Wouldn't be so funny then, would it? Yeah, would it, it wouldn't be funny if Chris Rock was Captain Tom, would it? See, it makes you think. <laughs> Actually, it would. Wait, it would. That would be. be, that, would be <laughs> that would be the funniest shit ever. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I could die happy, you know. <laughs> now, I think my favorite one, my my favorite tweet that has taken the piss out of that was. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're all laughing at that, but uh, replace Chris Rock with the Twin Towers and replace Will Smith <laughs> with two planes. <laughs> Not so funny anymore, is it? <laughs> to be honest, I, I did see someone say this was like the comedians 9-11 because like, I'm well, sorry, yeah. comedians yeah. have been having it too good for too long. The moment they got on the whole cancel culture train, it's like, I'm sorry, now comedians are, you know, getting what they've been trying to preach for the last few years, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I think more comedians should be scared. I think that that is what we need in the world. Well, what I also want to say about this is it's like, you know, okay, and you will be correct in identifying me as someone who's watched, you know, An Evening with Tim Heidecker too many times, but it's like, you know, people, <laughs> people are always like, yeah, nobody tells me what to say. I've got, I'm edgy. And, I'm, and, and then like, yeah. do you know, 20 minutes of like, how come my dryer makes one beep and my washing machine makes another beep? Like, you know, like no, no one's gonna come slap you for your like your innate take about like you know I don't know millennials and participation trophies. Like you're just boring. Like you're not yeah. actually yeah, yeah, riling yeah, exactly. anyone up. Like no one it's, cares. Yeah. It's like if if Jerry Seinfeld is doing those jokes, pack it in. Like that, that's yeah. all I'll say. <laughs> it's a dry field. Yeah, I mean, my my favorite was uh, Mitch Ben coming out and saying, you know, it, it it is our job to say things that no one likes. And I'm just like, thinking, no, yes, it's, not. it's true. It's your no, job to make no, me no. laugh. Your job is to make no me one laugh. Has, <laughs> no one has ever liked anything you've ever said, Mitch. This is true. Like, this is one thing that that he's actually got right there. But that, it's not your job. You're just, you know, it's who you are as a person, right? Like exactly. We need, we, we need to get rid of comedians thinking they're modern day philosophers. Philosophers, we we went down the wrong direction for some reason. I mean, <laughs> ev- ever since, ever since Ricky Gervais did mm. that fucking photo shoot, oh, where he <laughs> wrote "atheist" across his chest. <laughs> I mean, like image of- that image is funnier <laughs> than any of his jokes because, but not funny in the way he intended. <laughs> I think I love it because he's like a living Ben Garrison cartoon in that. It's like he has to label yeah, yeah. himself and like. <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I mean, all of these people saying that like now our entire profession is endangered. And, and today, for example, like Alan Davis, for example, today oh, coming yeah. out and ch- chiming in that it was totally irresponsible and unreasonable behavior, and and uh, 
you know, this unreasonable violence. And as many people on Twitter pointed out afterwards, in 2012, Alan Davis, when he was approached by a homeless man outside the Groucho Club in Soho, uh, and uh, he, he was, the, the, the man called him Jonathan Creek after the character that he played in a, in a very famous TV show, uh, he decided to assault the man and bite him in the ear. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, so, so this is uh, this is a man who's giving lessons about uh, about unseemly violence. I mean, it's incredible, really. I mean, like all these people that were like talking about the need to fucking dump as many guns into Ukraine as possible, yeah. <laughs> like over yeah. the last yeah, uh, yeah. over the last. Oh, this month is the step too far. This is the step like, too yeah, far. the violence. Violence is never the answer, guys. Come on. Like, uh, this is... Violence between rich men in my imperial core? Like, yeah. that's, that's it, you know? The, 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 the type of people who call the cops when they see a homeless man on their street are saying, yeah. oh, this, this, this is violence. So they're the mm. fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, especially after the last month where every liberal has been like saying we need a no-fly zone now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Nuclear, nuclear war is okay. Think, Someone slapping a guy? Oh, that's a step too far. Yeah, like, I mean, when, when I've just had to sit through take after take from a bunch of people who, like, are saying Kiev because, you know, they don't understand anything and literally just stopped saying the Ukraine a couple seconds ago, trying to tell me that, like, little a nuclear war would be a treat. You know, actually, you don't get to do both those things. And half no. of these takes, half of these takes about how violence is always wrong and bad. These MFers have like a Ukrainian flag in their profile. <laughs> like, I know yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. like Slavic, impotent, impotent Slavic rage. But, like, <laughs> I, it, it's been it's been a hell of a time to be a Slav over the. the it's it's okay. You're, you're you're allowed to say it. Yeah, you're I, allowed to yeah, say it. I'm, I'm allowed to say it. You know? <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, no one, not enough people are talking about Slav on Slav. Right. Look, I, I have or, seen, or, I have seen a lot of live leak videos in my time. Everyone's talking about Slav on Slav. I, I want to tell days. you what, what up? Like this is also this kind of violence, this sort of Slav on Slav violence. Like yeah, you would hundred percent be seeing this down the Hoshpoda. Like like this is, this is the sort of stuff that like friends do to friends after like. Oh. Three yeah. too many yeah. Nekarovkas, you know, like this is, <laughs> this is my culture, you know. As, as long as it's like, as long as it's a guy called Jan and another guy who's also called Jan, I'm all like, oh, it's a family reunion. That's yeah. fine. I, you know? I, 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 I grew up as a child on the internet. I saw Slav fight um, live league videos. That's like right. it's, it's, <laughs> it was just a common occurrence, you know. <laughs> no, but um. Honestly, like some of these takes, I mean, like just just uh, re regarding this Will Smith stuff, I mean, like it's just gets sort of like, I mean, it's not not just the sort of hypocrisy of it, like just, you know, for example, the Academy saying that they're going to conduct a review into Will Smith because oh, he won on. the Oscar for best for, for best actor, of course, uh, like 20 <laughs> minutes after this incident, yeah. which is like, King to be fair Sorry. to him, like that's the, that's a pretty like that's some that's that's like that's that's a that's a you know, Pretty big balls move right yeah. there, <laughs> but uh, the, the, acad um, the academy when you say Roman Polanski couldn't attend in two thousand and three. Yeah, I yeah. sleep versus the academy when Will Smith smacks a guy on stage. Real shit. Like Harvey Weinstein still has eighty one Oscars. Eighty one. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I mean, okay, so like 
I don't think he's like no. Actually, I, I don't even have to say I don't think. But like Mark, Mark Wahlberg has never like won an Oscar. But my man yeah. blinded a guy when he attacked him for being Vietnamese. Like mm, what? I, like yeah. Oh yeah. Did you oh, never yeah. hear about that? that? Yeah, Mark. And Mark oh my god. Yeah. I'm surprised you never Jesus. heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Mark Fucking Wahlberg no. did a hate crime in the 80s. Just, just a straight up, straight up hate. Just crime. a straight, Fair just enough. an old fashioned yeah. hate crime against a Vietnamese yeah. person, and like. Wow. Or, you know, Mel Gibson gets invited all the fucking time. Like, well, he's a, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, like... uh, Ed, Ed, Eddie Marsan's best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. The, <laughs> uh, the anti-Semitism man. What was it? Case, uh, Casey uh, Affleck won an Oscar not even five years ago. And, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, it's not exactly, you know, but as soon as it's like, you know, just a little slap on stage, that is when the issues happen. That's when the Academy has to ba- be a bastion for yeah, good, and, good and like, human beings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, the fact that, like, the fact that Will Smith is black obviously plays a part in this yeah. as well. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. can't, you, oh, you yeah. can't, you can't deny that. And, like, I mean, obviously... Like, you're going to have the same shithead pundits coming out of the woodwork saying, like, oh, yeah, like, this man is probably a domestic abuser and shit. Like, I mean, like, based That's on what Ethan no Klein fucking said. <laughs> That's yeah, what Ethan yeah, Klein like, said. I saw, yeah. I saw yeah, one look, take that was, it's clear that Jada is a domestic abuser. It, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. And just all sorts of fucking nonsense, you know? Wait, and it's wait. just like... It kind of makes you think, obviously, like, if, if if it was, like, a white guy who slapped another white guy, people wouldn't have put much thought to it. They would have just been like, oh, it's just an Oscar thing, you know? Like, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, the amount of dog whistles I've seen over the last, like, two days is beyond yeah, me. Yeah. Like, the amount of coded language to, like, get around it. And they're like, oh, you know, it's like, hmm, this is a, are you, are you, are you can you say that uh, louder for the room, please? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what, one of my favorite takes from yesterday, and it's incredible, like, I mean, the speed with which, like, some of these, these things came out. Like, this oh, was published at... 11.49 a.m. yesterday, but, like, oh. UK time. 11.49 a.m. UK time. So this must have been, what, like, two hours after it had happened? <laughs> and no, this is... it happened about 3 a.m. happened about 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Uh, I, I, I was there. Oh, I saw it happen, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But, like, um, re- regardless, I mean, like, this this article has just been, like, churned out but yeah. by, the, by, the, by, by the biggest brain in UK media. Uh, Brandon O'Neill, right? <laughs> I mean, and we mean physically. Um, <laughs> well, no, I don't think he has a big brain. I think he has a big head and then a tiny little one in it. It's, it's like coating. He has like twenty layers of coating. Among- he's like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like he's like the brain from Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> I wish he sounded uh, writing- like Marlon Miranda. No, 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 no. Awesome Wells, Awesome Wells. I got it mixed up. I got it mixed up. Oh, I got to cut that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 an egregious one. Uh, especially for you. <laughs> awesome respect, but yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Chris Rock, not Will Smith, is the hero men need. By Brendan O'Neill, writing <laughs> for the Spectator. <laughs> uh, there was an explosion of masculinity on the stage at the Oscars uh, last night. Male behavior was on display for all to see. No, not from Will Smith, who behaved like a big dumb baby, but from Chris Rock. It was Rock's calmness and stoicism, his mastery of his emotions, that was truly manly. If you want to know what a real man is, look no, look not to Smith and his, and his impulsive swearing and slapping, but to Rock and his Herculean suppression of his shock and fury. 
I'm in awe of Chris Rock this morning. I get distracted if someone in the audience so much as coughs when I'm giving a talk. I back every point of information in university debates for fear I'll lose my train of thought. And yet there was Mr. Rock, violently assaulted in front of... Violently assaulted in front of millions. Sworn at and humiliated before his peers. And what does he do? He falters for mere milliseconds and then puts his hand behind his back and carries on with the show. That This was more than professionalism. This was heroic. Oh, fuck off. Like, okay, so in the first place, all you're telling me, uh, Brendan, uh, my darling, is that A, uh, you little bitch, uh, and B, that, like, you are so stupid that, like, you can't talk if you hear, like, like that tells me a lot about uh, Brendan O'Neill's, uh, you know, mental fortitude. Uh, you know, yeah. he, can only have, he can only have one thought in his head at one time. And, and, and he can't, if anyone ever answers back or coughs, it'll just, like, go blank. So. And, and, and also, isn't, like, a whole community Comedian's thing to be able to like bounce off hecklers. Obviously, a slap's a bit different, but like but, yeah. I, I'd say, you know, th- I'm not a big fan of Chris Rock's comedy, but like I think a comedian is much more trained to, you know, bounce off hecklers than someone doing a council culture debate at a university. Yeah, <laughs> and I love he's telling on himself there that he can't even like argue against 18 year olds. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that like, rocks. Yeah, possibly because uh, you have absolutely no way to argue your points of view dear brendan i mean it's just like it's it's wild to me as someone who argues all day long you know and like does a lot of public speaking i'm like not really bro like uh oh my god it's a slap calm down oh people are treating it like the jfk assassination like i've seen like analysis and everything like it's like it's like it was an open palm slap it wasn't even a punch i mean uh, that's the sort of thing that i would do to my friends when i'm too drunk but like as a joke yeah you know, yeah. and then I'd be like, oh shit, sorry man, and then everyone would go, ha yeah. like, it's your round, you slap me, and that's what would happen, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, Will Smith is pretty, pretty remarkable, I would say, like, I mean, few people have had the kind of longevity of career yeah. as, as Will Smith, regardless of what you think. I personally find him quite obnoxious. I, I don't oh, yeah. like a lot of his stuff. I think that's why people are shocked because like Will Smith's sort of public image is like the nice yeah. guy. Like yeah. that that's yeah. his image. Like, yeah, so like, I think that's why yeah, a lot of people he, he are like, oh rapper. my God. He was yeah. the rapper who wouldn't swear, you know? Like, yeah. He was like... <laughs> well, that's, what I had, that's how I knew it was real when he was like, keep your wife's mouth out of your fucking mouth. I was like, oh, this isn't a bit. Yeah. This yeah, isn't exactly. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what, like, because uh, because recently I saw that they're actually rebooting the Fresh Prince. Um, yeah, isn't it like and... a gritty reboot though? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just yeah, called exactly. Bella. It's just exactly. called Bella. Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just gonna be like. Will Will Smith is the kind of guy to produce a dark and gritty reboot for himself. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to, to be fair to him, apparently the people who were in that show originally created that idea and they pitched it to him. Apparently, mm. so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, which but it is still funny. He is producing a dark and gritty. I know, reboot I know. The Fresh Prince. <laughs> that is like the funniest pitch idea I've ever heard. Like this show that is like the goofiest thing ever. Man, I love the collapse of the empire. I love that we can't come up with any new ideas. Oh, oh yeah. Reboots. And also, we are like sad when rich man hit rich man. It's great. That's not going to be alive. Legit. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, because obviously, uh, aside from 
um, you know, everyone just sort of losing their minds and talking about like racially coded language when it came to like what happened. Mm. Uh, everyone else felt the need to like compare Will Smith slapping Chris Rock to the other main thing that's been happening for the last, I don't know how long now, <laughs> uh, which is the war in Ukraine. And uh, so just some, some, some of the gems from last night. Let me let me pull them up. Um let me pull them up right here. Like, I mean, just like at some point, it's really just like, I mean, are these people for real? Mm-hmm. Is is any is any of this really happening? Am I am I smelling burnt toast right now? I mean, now? this is it's like, just it's just liberal um, brain rot, uh, yeah. Jan. I think um, that, that's so the... <laughs> so um, uh, so. What what Will Smith did to Chris Rock is the same as what Putin did to Ukraine. Oh fuck Putin, off! Putin, oh. Putin, Putin, Putin felt threatened and disturbed. Will felt threatened and disturbed. We all love violence. Let's admit it. War is the same as hitting. No. It's hitting cities. No. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet Putin loved it. <laughs> we're we're going to get a solemn black and white Photoshop in a few days of Zelensky and Chris Rock standing together. I absolutely guarantee you. Like, if I predict oh, no. this, that's that's when I delete my Put account. Put it down. Put it down. No. We don't need this. What? 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 War is the same. War is. Uh, is the same as hitting. It's hitting cities. It's one of the greatest turns of phrase I have ever seen. <laughs> that, 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 that's like that's like a Kendrick limit lyric. That's 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 bars right there. That's, yeah. that's just straight. Actually, up no, bars. no, no. That's not a Kendrick lyric. That's a Drake lyric. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a respect for my Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's a that's a Drake lyric. That's a Drake lyric. That that's a that's a Drake lyric. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so, some other person who uh, has dis- who with, with the Ukrainian flag on their profile pic uh, on, on their of display course. name, mm-hmm. and uh, and who has given himself the nickname Zelensky, <laughs> despite the fact that he appears to be an American named August Cohen, <laughs> yeah, saying if you're curious why. Uh, Germans allowed Hitler to happen, or oh. Americans allowed George oh. W. Bush to lead us into Iraq, or why Russians are allowing Putin to murder Ukrainians. Look at how the Oscar crowd and its supporters handled Will Smith tonight. Hashtag group, group psychology. psychology. <laughs> if, if that's your issue with the academy, you haven't been paying fucking attention. Like, I mean, this is so offensive on so many levels. Like, but but it, I mean, in, in the first place, Germans the Germans didn't allow Hitler to happen. Like the Nazis who wanted him to happen actively encouraged it. While, whereas everyone who opposed it got fucking killed. Um, yeah. I'm so tired of everybody asking. Like everybody liked the Iraq War. Like as far as I can remember, it was the largest series of anti-war protests in history globally. Mm. Uh, but you know, weird rewriting about that, isn't there? But like, just because you're some lib who is like, oh well, I don't know, Tony Blair, blah blah blah, like, and wants to pretend that everyone was actually down with it at the time, doesn't mean that that's actually the case. It's just them project. It's just them projecting because yeah. they're like, "Oh, I was pro Iraq War at the time." Then I realized it was bad. Fifteen years later, and it's like, "Oh, uh, everyone liked it. It wasn't just me." It, yeah, it's like <laughs> and it, it's so it's so disturbing when you see that. And it's like, and, and you see that like I don't know. I saw some 
hateful lib who worked for Tony Blair being like, I haven't seen the Will Smith slap and I don't know what Cordal is. And it's just like um, all of the, like, the worst like lib boomers with FDP <laughs> in their like, screen name being like congratulating themselves and being like, ha 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 ha, yes, me neither. And I'm like, that man's a war criminal. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. it's not cute and it's not funny. Like it just, it, again, but it's like, it's okay for white people to do violence to brown people if it is not on screen. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's like, it, there's something about this just by the fact that it was a display, like that it was at the Oscars, which makes it not all right, right? It's well, it was because, yeah. well, because the Oscars to a lot of white liberal people is this bastion of conformity and mm. everyone is there in their nice suits and dresses clapping and there's terrible comedy. Nothing like that is meant to happen. It's something mm. as sacred as the Oscars. Yeah, right. It's like, but but I mean, people should just, be viewing just... this like the Janet Jackson um, nip slip. Like, it's, it's just an event <laughs> on TV. It's just an event on tv it's like it's television it's entertainment i sat through all that oscars and it was the only entertaining thing in it if anything i'm glad it fucking happened well, I because mean, honestly <laughs> not the only reason i know it happened is because of that and also i thought i saw yeah. someone do a roundup of the good fashion which you know i'm, I'm as interested as anyone else in a nice dress so you know like but literally every yeah, all, yeah. all the rest of the Oscars was just Amy Schumer doing bits that weren't even funny no! six years ago. It oh was like God, it I was like stand that there. slap <laughs> brought life into the Oscars. Like <laughs> like just the sense of everyone in the room was so awkward. It was just maximum entertainment. It was funnier than any of the bad bits. I'm sorry, <laughs> TV. You know it's entertaining. It's entertainment. <laughs> like that's what celebrities do. And celebrities have beef as long as it doesn't involve murder. It's entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> like, Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I want this is the this is equivalent of a battle rap. You know, I like it. Yeah. I'm here for it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was genuinely like one of the best days on the timeline. In the oh yeah, it's just like what <laughs> one of those days when just like something happens and then literally every single Everyone. thing on the timeline is yeah. talking about, like and li- I, I mean very literally every single thing was talking about that oh, thing oh yeah. yeah and yeah. uh yeah i mean there's a, a real uh, a treasure trove of content out there uh so yeah i mean um i, I think i i'd like to think that you know we can all holy as a, as a society recover from you know what we what we witnessed yesterday seeing such an uh, atrocity live yeah. on television <laughs> yeah um um but uh, in the meanwhile maybe we can talk about you know uh, what what it does remind us of you know which is which is of course the conflict in ukraine of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> um and um yeah i mean because uh that's 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 still going on it's it doesn't seem to be no. coming to an end um anytime soon i mean there are peace talks supposedly ongoing but they don't really seem to be making much progress uh and uh yeah i mean um the the city of mariupol seems to be a particularly uh uh heated battleground at the moment mm-hmm. um but um i think i think what's interesting about this conflict and we've sort of mentioned it before in the podcast as well is its context within the sort of broader global far right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because as many people have pointed out, as we've pointed out in the podcast, obviously there's 
I mean, the Ukrainian army definitely has a Nazi problem. Uh, mm, you yeah. can't, you can't deny that. Uh, the Azov Battalion was incorporated into the into the National Guard, and since 2014, since the Maidan Revolution, like Ukraine has pretty much been like, um, like a, a convening ground almost for like mm-hmm. white supremacists around the world. Um, like for example, the 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 shooter in Christchurch, for example, was talking about like going down to to, to fight in Ukraine and and so on. Um, so like this this has obviously been a reality for a while, and and like you you've got Vladimir Putin, um, you know, giving denazification as one of the pretexts for also going into war, you know, for for you know going into Ukraine. Um, but that's obviously also kind of bullshit coming from Putin. Um, yeah. Especially consider especially when you consider that like he himself is like idolized by a lot of far right people, uh mm. white supremacists, especially for his like project of yeah, like a sort of Russian nationalism basically and, and the sort of mm. reconstruction of yeah, this this sort of imagined Russian empire. And 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 I think, yeah, like what I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Elena, um, like I mentioned earlier, is is about this this sort of the the way that history is employed by the far yeah. right, you know, yeah. because it, because it's 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 so it's it's so crucial to the way that their ideology is sort of uh, is is grounded, right? And it's it's very much in the uh, in the construction of this like imagined past, yeah. which is oftentimes uh, a, a like racially and culturally pure yes um now not only is this uh you know misconception in many ways but i think it's 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 kind of interesting to 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 talk a bit about like the specifics of it as well and uh you know like you're a medieval historian right and like um you know like so um like so so just to start for example i mean like like among the 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 sort of contemporary far right you see a lot of medieval iconography yes. right like a lot of like medieval symbology like deus vault and crusades and all this mm, kind of stuff yeah. um what do you think is specifically about like medieval history and like about that period and about that kind of uh, yeah iconography that that appeals to these people and that, that actually they they draw from well, and and what what was the actual history behind it yeah so that's a great question and there are there are a lot of answers uh to to it and Part of it, I think, and possibly the biggest part, is the fact that uh, we don't teach medieval history, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we, we ignore it. And, and there are reasons that we ignore uh, medieval history. Um, and that's largely because it doesn't coincide with um, the current imperialist narrative <laughs> that we want for the world, right? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. what we want people to understand is that societies are good when you have, um, you know, world-spanning empires that are based on slave labor. That's the, that is the, the story that we want to tell. So, uh, you know, Greece is, ancient Greece is good, and Rome is good, and then there's mm. 1,100 years, and it was all bad. Uh, and, then, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then suddenly when we, when Europeans start colonizing the world, stuff's good again, right? And that's, and mm. that's meant to be good. So we don't we don't teach medieval history in order to big up this idea of like imperialist slave cultures as being necessarily better, right? So by not teaching medieval history, and then there's a, a bunch of other reasons we don't teach it. In the first place, it's complex. It doesn't allow for mm-hmm. like really easy narratives because stuff's really mm-hmm. different in a lot of different places. And and of course, here I'm talking mm-hmm. about European medieval history, which is what mm-hmm. I specialize in. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But because we don't teach it, it means that people can just make shit up. 
uh, yeah. that they yeah, want. Yeah. And uh, it turns yeah, out yeah. what uh, white supremacists want to do is they want to make shit up about um, a glorious, violent past. Um, and what they specifically tend to do within this construct as well is pit it as an idea of kind of Christians versus Muslims more yeah. specifically. So there's this idea, especially predicated by, um, you know, well, not really studying the Crusades, um, that a, what the story, one of the stories of the Middle Ages is like a grand fight between Muslims and Christians. And um, yeah. that's yeah. stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and not really and not really the case you know um yeah. mm -hmm. sure there's plenty there's plenty of instances of course where um muslims and christians were at each other's throats but there's plenty of instances where muslims were also at each other's throats and christians were at each other's throats you know like so exactly. if, if we say oh we t the history is um nothing but like uh, normans who control england fighting <laughs> with the french you know that would be you know, like it would make as much sense to construct a, yeah. a, a yeah, it would yeah, make yeah. more sense to construct a past and be like, oh yeah, well, mm -hmm. I live in London, so I should be attempting to like storm Paris now. You know, like that's, <laughs> but, but funnily enough, that's not what they revenge, want to do. <laughs> right? And 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 they pick they pick stuff. So like they they pick and choose what they want. Obviously, they they pick the Crusades in order to be able to do that. Um. You also see a lot of white supremacists pick up on Viking motifs or uh, things yeah, from the yeah, Viking yeah, yeah. cultures, um, like ru runes, runes, and stuff like that. And, like, and it's and that shit yeah. is so cringe because these people, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like in the first place, none of them are fucking Norse, right? Uh, like, yeah. it, like it's it's so cringe. In the second place, it's like they're always like trying to write stuff with runes that is like gibberish and yeah. it's like really embarrassing. Yeah. And they're all like, "Oh yeah, I've got a tattoo of Mjolnir," and I'm like, "Homie, you just saw the movie Thor. Like, calm, right <laughs> calm it, calm it." They right start now. they start to braid their beard. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, look at me, I'm authentic. It's like uh, family <laughs> originates from fucking Leicester. Yeah, like, <laughs> come on, just call me. You know, <laughs> and and like that yeah. that I think um, feeds into the far right's desire for violence. Um, you mm. know, and uh, yeah. specifically, I think also with Vikings, um, there is a specific attraction uh, for kind of like. Um, like the blonde hair blue eyed kind of thing. yeah there's there, yeah. there's like that kind of like this you you get these like kind of call outs to like you know weird genetic stuff that yeah that, yeah, like, yeah. Isn't yeah. The case. yeah yeah um and then also i think within there it, i think vikings in particular appeal to like people who consider themselves uh, to be libertarian for example. Mm. So people who want like uh, <laughs> yeah. no government. So they, they like the idea yeah. of just like a bunch of yeah. guys in boats. Just like, like, just, just, uh, yeah, just, just pillaging. <laughs> they want to do pill like so they, they like Ra that. Yeah. 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 They're all about the raiding parties. Yeah. yeah. And so uh. you, you, like you get that. Uh, occasionally you get some Celtic nonsense, which is like even more offensive yeah. and, and ridiculous. But yeah. Like th those are those are the ones those are the major ones that um, you tend to get and I mean I think also there is like a vague um, historiographical problem within here as well so you know even when uh, like the history does happen you know as as you already said Arjan it's like kind of linked more specifically to these ideas of um, nationalism um, and ideas of nationalism were yeah. really heavily predicated on finding. Um, specific 
nationalized stories and especially this is in the kind of like late 19th and early 20th century Mm -hmm. and so when Mm -hmm. these arguments were being made for nation states as you know the kind of correct way to run europe if not the world um one of the things that people did in order to justify this is they went back into history and they looked for particularized things in order to say okay well here you go here's the history of x people right yeah. um yeah, yeah yeah so you know like as, as a czech specialist um what i'm constantly dealing with is um the it's called the Narodny obrogeny or uh the czech national revival and people went back into the mm-hmm. past and they were like okay so uh jan hus is good uh, the church is bad because the church is Austria. Yeah, that's what you have to. That's what you have to think. And so, yeah, here we go. And like, and and, and that's what makes you check. And so, like, I I had to deal with all of these and historiographies of like the preacher that I work on the 14th century, where all these guys from like the late 19th century are just beating off and being like, oh, he's a Czech human by nature and soul, and in his preaching, you can just see how Czech he is. And like, I like to be clear, I do think that a lot of the things that he was working on are kind of like specifically rooted in like you know things as a check but i'm also like calm down right like just calm down and then the trouble is that if you don't know a whole lot about history and you do pick up a a book about medieval history you're gonna pick one up that's kind of from the early 20th century late 90s or you know maybe from the 1960s and it's going to be having all of those like nationalist whitewashed ideas of what the past Mm. is so that feeds right into them um and then yeah. if you don't know anything at all fucking whatsoever about medieval Europe and you didn't even pick up that book, you know, the last thing is everyone goes, uh, there was only white people. Mm. And yeah. that, so yeah, that yeah. that's good. And like, that's not fucking true. Like, j- just to yeah. be clear, there were always tons of not white Christian people in Europe, especially yeah, in trading yeah, cities. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, we, yeah, like, exactly. For the entire period, right? And like, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, is it necessarily common no but it's not like uh, like, that's interesting yeah it's an interesting point because it's like why would it be called a trading city if it was only just people of said country in Mm. in Mm. that area like like well they're just trading from like down the road exactly (laughs) and it's like you know it's 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 a really interesting one because it's like you know people for example if they want to be like weird and racist about history uh here in london they'll be like oh london's Mm. so important so important because of the wool trade i mean they won't know that it's because of the wool trade but it's because of the wool trade and they'll be like oh yeah the trading the trading london's so important london yeah all white people and it's like well okay are you so important or is it all white people and you have to Mm. choose yeah because you, yeah. you you can't have both, frankly. Like it, it's just yeah. not possible. Yeah. And like none none of it is none of this is the case. You know, we've got like tons of back and forth that happens between, for example, like the Khanates in Europe. You know, people go over to China all the time. Like the you know mm. trade with Africa is constant. Like granted, it's like northern mm-hmm. Africa, sure, but it's like you know people are. You know, in order to make the color blue in uh, like medieval manuscript art, you need lapis yeah. lazuli, which comes from Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and it's called ultramarine, mm-hmm. which means beyond the sea. And like, yeah. and this is what people are using to make blue in manuscripts in mm-hmm. in Europe. You yeah. know, like there was fucking trade. There were people around. Everybody knew. Like, it's it's not just a bunch of white people white peopling. And you would know that yeah. if you read literally anything ever, but nobody does. And like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's, it's it, it, so that kind of like ignorance serves the purposes yeah. of these people. And now having said that, there yeah. are individuals uh, with it who are, you know, academics who actively court the stuff, um, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so that there are, there are some real racists within the profession itself. 
Um, like people who hang out with like Milo Yiannopoulos and stuff like that. It's, mm. it's just it's fucking well, like 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 Neil Ferguson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's it's really embarrassing and and terrible. Um, but you know the fact of the matter is there is no way to understand the medieval world as um, disconnected. Frankly, mm. um, it, you know even when you see Europeans maps in the medieval period, they conceive yeah. of the center of the world as being Jerusalem. So, like, explain yeah. to me how they're they're cut off from yeah. from anybody yeah. who isn't white, right? Like, they they'd yeah. be horrified yeah. Yeah. by yeah. that yeah. assertion. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a lot of people's conception of uh, medieval times is just all the movies they've seen of that mm-hmm. time. They're like, oh, this exactly. is what it was like. It's like it's just exactly. like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. This is what yeah, medieval yeah. times and, was, and, and, <laughs> which is know. hilarious because it's like I watched The Rock the other day, uh, which uh, for the first time, which is you know I know <laughs> don't insult me, I'm I'm, I'm incorrect. Uh, but <laughs> what the my, Michael Bay's The Rock? Yeah, Michael with, Bay's uh, The Rock, and, and oh, it banged. Oh, right, yeah, it yeah. banged. I was I was extremely. It's like, in the Criterion <laughs> Collection. It's cinema I, I was like i was like homie this is what they took from us you know but but if you if you watch the rock and we're just like oh well here's like you know like granted you know it's it's an over-the-top movie but if you were like oh this represents you know 1990s america you would think that yeah. it's a world where um the women to man population is 95 to percent men <laughs> to 5 women right it's like there's no women in movies like these are these are not accurate representations of what a society yeah. is like, well you know well 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 it turns Turns out that someone did take the rock a bit too seriously because wasn't that used yes. as like in, in 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 the dossier like about um WMDs? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like the the plan like the plan that the terrorists uh, come up with in, in the rock yeah. is like what was included in the WMD dossier. Yeah. Uh talking about like the threat that Saddam Hussein poses to, oh my God. to, to the US. Jesus yeah, Christ. like it was used in, as a fucking pretext for the for the war in Iraq. <laughs> yeah, so like th- 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 this is it, right? So literacy, like you know, media literacy yeah. and being able to like, be yeah. aware of these things and, and parse these things yeah. is so important because it's like, yeah, yeah. if you and it's like don't get me wrong, mate, I like stupid, not very good uh uh, you know medieval movies what, what winds yeah. me up is when uh medieval movies well sorry medieval mo- movies about the medieval period like claim to be historically accurate and then it's just braveheart you know like that's what fucking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what really winds me up because then people watch that movie and then they think it's like like the movie braveheart has like four factual errors in like the first like the, the, the first screen where it's like a bunch of text <laughs> trying to contextualize it it's just like that guy's not alive. That's the wrong year. No, they weren't at war. You know, like everything that it says is incorrect. And it, and you get this this real problem. And I mean, I guess there's also something here in here about um, you know, movies and our society and history as well. Because, you know, one of the one of the troubles that, you know, you constantly have as a historian, you know, and I like I'm I'm a social historian, right? Like I I care about society. But the history that is treated as you know the real history quote unquote like the correct one is is mm. military history military history. And, yeah. yeah so which yeah. which i always say is just like a gender studies for dudes uh but <laughs> like it's it, so like all you had all you would know about the medieval period if you pay attention to stuff like that is, is like oh there's wars right and yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. the far right wants like specifically is is war like they're they're interested in violence yeah. um and they're mm-hmm. interested in 
I, I mean, I suppose that they're also interested in a world that they uh, see as not particularly regulated. They don't want any social safety nets. They want like mm-hmm. all of these things gone. And so they, yeah. you know, and yeah, it's like, okay, so like there, there are no governmental safety nets in the medieval period. I will give you that. Right. So they go, okay, well, here's a place where I can do all the violence, this imaginary place. I can do all the violence I want. Um, there's only going to be um, white people there. Um, and you know, there won't be any government telling me what to do. Uh, spoiler alert, there will be yeah. government telling you what to do. It is your local lord. <laughs> you will be a peasant. It's just going to be the person with the most money. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because like, I'll have weird right-wing people online. I'll see them all the time also kind of being like, um, actually, the Middle Ages was really good, and being a peasant, like peasants, had more leisure time. Pe- pe- peasants and, like, had it had it good, and yeah. and, and, and like it's true that like medieval peasants had more days off than we do. But I would not trade <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, like, just, like, like just to make yeah. it clear, right? Like, it, it's it's interesting because I spend a lot of time telling people that like their idea of the medieval period as like an awful, violent, gory place that is just horrible 24-7 is incorrect. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah. bro, let's not, we cannot go crazy here. <laughs> right? like, yeah, yeah, like, that doesn't mean the living conditions were good. That doesn't mean I would like, fucking <laughs> yeah. have to, like, get out in a field and plow every day. Yeah. Like, no. It, it's No central heating, no. No, like, I mean, if, if you're a woman, like, to be able like, to bathe. You're, you're just going to die in childbirth? Yeah, like, yeah everyone Everyone dies at like the age of before yeah. forty. Uh, hey, 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 that's a oh, myth. Is that wrong? That's a myth. Well, <laughs> well, because you, okay, you, you schooled me on that. It, interesting. What it's it, it's interesting because you know where that comes from is it's an average, and so oh. what happens is uh. half of all people die before they're two. And so, Fair enough. And so that makes sense. So if yeah. you if you and that remains constant until we um, invent uh, vaccines. So like even yeah. even in like the Victorian era, that so it wasn't just exclusive yeah. to that period. Yeah, babies be dying um, is the thing, yeah. and so then yeah. you know so it's an average, right? And so if people make it to like 75, 80, mm-hmm. and like the but having said that, you also have again for women, it's it's a steep drop off for childbirth. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you yeah, got yeah, you got yeah, a better yeah. chance if you're a man. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you don't want yeah. you don't want none of that shit. Okay, <laughs> like you just don't want it. Like it's it's much better to have a penicillin. And central heating, uh, you know, and inshallah that will continue. <laughs> like, well, yeah, well, let's see, uh, let's see for how long. But um, yeah, I mean, what I was gonna say is that like because of this illiteracy, right, and like because of the fact that like a, so so few people actually know the facts about what the medieval period was actually like, and you know, because there has also yeah been like quite a conscious concerted effort to create this version of medieval history as well. Mm. I think the other source that a lot of these people like get their ideas from is like high fantasy. Yeah. And it's like, so like Lord, Lord of the Rings type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, yeah. th- like I'm pretty sure like one of those guys like literally set up a Lord of the Rings forum on Stormfront like oh, years ago. Oh, and like no. as, a, as a way to like, as a way to, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a way to like recruit people. And like, uh, and I mean, Lord of the Rings is, problematic in multiple ways but like um but uh yeah i mean like there's a very you can tell that there's a very easy reading into that if you want like Mm -hmm. from a from a far-right perspective that like yeah these sort of dark orcish invaders from the east like we must we must stem them off with you know the 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 power of light uh you know Mm -hmm. and uh and 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 all of this uh and um yeah i mean 
it's 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 that that that's the thing you know like it, it becomes like twice removed it's not even just like a sort of fantasized version of history it's just straight up fantasy i think yeah. you know like mm. what a lot of a lot of these people like when they think about uh, about that period when it what it actually comes down to it's more down to yeah like you were saying like they've probably seen fucking thor or something you know mm-hmm. it's it's because they 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 like watch vikings like yeah. they they yeah. they it's more down to pop culture references than any real sort of historical grounding whatsoever. Well, I, th- I, um, I, I think that's what informs a lot of people's knowledge of history, because obviously a lot of... Yeah. I, I've come across a lot of people who, like, when I when I did history at school, they're like, why am I going to do history? That's in the past. I don't need, yeah. to, I don't need <laughs> to learn that. I'm going to do another subject. Like, so, so most people's knowledge of history does come from what they either learned in primary school or the movies and TV they consume. I, I, I would say, like, 90 90 of my knowledge of history when i was a kid came from age of empires yeah. <laughs> yeah. i i played that game a lot and and age of empires too uh but, um uh no i was genuinely like uh like yeah i i i loved uh reading about that shit well i mean like i feel i i was just gonna say like i feel all this and it's an interesting one right because tolkien like was a medievalist right he did medieval literature mm-hmm. yeah, in oxford yeah. and yeah uh you know yeah. and uh, like mate i am i am how i am because i was a tolkien nerd as at a young age mm-hmm. like um yeah and you know obviously his stuff's really problematic but it's also really gorgeous sure. and um sure but yeah like I, I completely see this because again like what 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 the far right sells is a fantasy right mm, and, 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 yeah. it, and it sells a fantasy of this this idea of kind of like rugged individualism and again like everyone's a warrior right and and that's and that's mm. what what tolkien's about it's about like these nine exceptional people who are, who are like doing this thing in order to like save off you know like like whatever um or you know you see it in like game of thrones or whatever where there's there's this, yeah. again this huge emphasis on well the the important people like you know, right, are are the ones who are doing this kind of like violence and they're doing this sort of like um, this violence against these um, overwhelming forces that threaten to destroy, you know, a way of life. Right. Mm. And so it, that I think that really appeals to them. Um, and, you know, that the, these are, you know, fundamentally, these are a really sad group of individuals and they they want a time mm. where they get to be a knight and they, they get to be like the big destroyer guy and then they'll have a girlfriend assigned to them. And <laughs> yeah. um, like and, and this is this is who this this stuff universal to. universal universal basic. Girlfriend. Yeah, universal basic girlfriend. Uh, it's but... like no government except <laughs> universal basic girlfriend. Right? Like and <laughs> but but it, it does it does appeal to that. So it's it's something that we we in the biz uh, we call it medievalisms. Mm. So it's like when 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 you when you uh, like create a fantasy world based on medieval tropes. Those are those are like medievalisms. Uh. We say. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, you know, I'm of two minds about them because, on the one hand, you know, I love that shit, um, and I don't, and I think they're good, like in certain ways, and they can be useful for me, like as a teacher, for example. So mm-hmm. I can be like, yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. that thing, yeah, think about it like that, but X, you know. Um, but the the tr- the trouble is when people kind of take it on board and they don't have the ability to parse that. Um, but mm. fundamentally, you know, the the entire uh, you know fascist project and like the 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 far right, it it is a fantasy project. You know, it's about mm. yeah. Um, yeah. the idea that one can create a world, you know, just with white people. Um, mm. 
and where you know these in these theoretically like powerful violent men will be able to kind of like control it in a particularized way but seize seize power yeah know, yeah, yeah. Uh, accordingly according to their strength yeah you know, like according to their 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 status yeah. in the well, that, well that's why i think so many far-right guys do align mm. with like norse norse and like norse mythology and like um vikings and everything because they like the idea of you know going to all these countries and seizing the land and mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that kind of idealized as you said earlier that idealized to them their idealized view like the amount of whenever i've seen like a far-right guy in the world they're bound to have some sort of norse tattoo yeah yeah. somewhere like it's i have a few people who come into the pub who i'm not particularly fond of and they have a few norse tattoos Mm -hmm. it's like i've I've literally like well-meaning people that i've known have i've like been like you cannot get a norse tattoo like I'm yeah. sorry because I was like the first thing that you're gonna do have to do every time someone sees you with your like vaguely Norse mm-hmm. tattoos you're gonna have to be like I'm not a white supremacist like that's yeah that's what you're gonna have to do right so mm-hmm. uh, yeah. don't do that right like ugh. what's what's really interesting to me though right is that like this sort of a historical framing of things and. Done in a very, you know, conscious way in order to push particular political, uh, you know, ideologies. Mm. Um, It is not something that is constrained to the domain of, like, the fringe far right. Mm. Um, I think that, like, we have to understand that, like, for example, we were talking earlier about the war in Iraq, right? Mm. And, like, like, the whole George Bush administration was, like, based entirely, like, based their entire foreign policy on, like, Samuel Huntington of civilizations mm-hmm. and on like that neo-realist um international relations ideology right uh and that in it is in itself not a hundred miles removed from this sort of ahistorical fascist like construction of history right because mm-hmm. it, it it once again it views history as a sort of eternal struggle between uh between good and bad and like this is this is you know, fundamental to the neoconservative political project is that you need, like, you need the construction of this of this enemy, right? Like, that the, the, your nation is constantly at war against. Uh, in India, you have Pakistan. In Pakistan, you have India, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, um, and, uh, like, so, so uh, for, for the longest time during the Cold War, you had the Soviets, and then after the Soviet Union fell, uh, you needed a new enemy, and then so it had to be radical Islam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, like from 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 the uh, late eighties, early nineties onwards, like that was very much the the ideology that was being pushed by the the, the sort of U.S. foreign policy bloc. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like you can see that, like whether it's that, whether it's uh, you know, like when you look at the British government recently, um, you know, like the Sewell report talking about how institutional racism doesn't exist and how we actually need to look at the both sides of the British Empire and how mm. like, you know, Kami Badenoch, who's the education secretary, I think she's the education secretary right now. I, she's she's in, in the cabinet anyway, um, coming out and saying that, um, uh, yeah, we, we need to look at the but both sides of British, uh, of, of the history of the British Empire, yeah. you know, which is also very much sort of, hand in hand with like the what what the Tories have been trying to do with regards to the curriculum for the last yeah. like 12 yeah, years yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. um and uh so so that's the thing you know like it's it's not like these kinds of like fantasist um 
Hmm. And and very problematic, very dangerous reconstructions of history are just something that's like relegated to these fringe online groups. You know, yeah. like this is very much establishment. This is very mm. much oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. increasing increasingly government policy. And so that's why I think it's especially important for us to be able to like assess them properly, mm. you know, and mm. to and to be able to like I I feel like possibly because of just like my own interest and like how I've like I, I like I studied cultural studies at, at uni and like mm. what I sort of what, what I liked most about it was like being able to understand things as cultural products of that time right. and and yeah. being able to understand things within the context of their their historical moment mm. you know and and so I I feel like because of that this this podcast is all, also kind of like almost naturally like uh, since the beginning like a lot of topics we tend to like take quite a like a his- historical yeah. um view on things you know like and we, we tend to tend to kind of like yeah uh do um yeah l- l- look at the history of of, of, mm. of things as well and, and especially with relation to you know where we are today and sort of how we got here and i think yeah like uh, maybe maybe that's just kind of like how i think but like i mean i i do just gen- generally think it's like really important mm-hmm. for us all to but well, like uh- to, to, to kind of have that kind of a mindset well, I, don't know. I, well I think <laughs> like... it's a good way to approach most things like i didn't study um history at um university when i did my master's degree i i, I did a fucking film degree but like because i was studying a very specific point in norfolk i looked up like history of like the towns i came from and mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. and like how we got here like i think having like you know i don't know a fuck ton of history like i i literally GCSE is my main, you know, that's my main qualification. But obviously, I did the extra research to make sure I wasn't talking out of my ass when mm-hmm. I was actually mm-hmm. writing about this area. Because, yeah, I came from there, but I didn't know much about the history of these towns and stuff. You know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. why why was Yarmouth a trade town? Like, you know, what did it trade? Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. And, like, and I feel like, I think in most subjects you can always, or like most things you can use an informed historical take on it, which is why I always get pissed off mm. when someone's like, you don't need to do history, it's in the past, it's not relevant. Because, you know, it, it, it always ties into something, be that personal history or societal history. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, that, like, this, this is the thing, is that history if people are given a chance to kind of like learn it um, as it actually is, which is like an interesting Mm. and complex bunch of stories that tell us about who we are as a society um, is enthralling Mm. and people absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. um, a big part of the way that we teach it is we're like a name and a date, a name and a date, a name and a date. No, okay, I'll tell yeah. you what. No historians, no dates. Like I gotta be looking up every goddamn date. Like I just, you know, I've got like a handful that I've got in my head. You know, and, and um, unfortunately, it kind of creates this situation where people do feel um, like you know the the quote unquote official history in textbooks is what history is. So you know, like um, I've encountered yeah. people, for example, that they think what historians do is that we read textbooks. Mm. And, mm. and and possibly write them. You know, they don't understand that, like, what we're... <laughs> that, like, what we do is we, like, you know, find primary sources and we interpret them and we put yeah, them yeah, in yeah. context, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, people whose um, understanding of history is limited to textbooks, is limited to mm. uh, what a statue on the street corner says, um, is limited yeah. to these, like, official government lines about what history is. And, and that's the majority mm. of people, right? majority yeah, yeah. of people you you've got to want like hey you've got well you've got to have the op- opportunity to go to university 
and b you yeah. have to mm. as, essentially have the you have to choose to do like history or something you know akin to it that's going to allow you to do it before you get to the good stuff mm -hmm. we keep the good we keep the yeah. good stuff for yeah. everyone until that point um and so as a consequence you know we find ourselves uh you know doing stuff like having to battle with the far right in this way because you know they've read in a fantastically racist history book that you know <laughs> says that the history of britain is um you know the oh the the romans were here well, weren't they great wasn't that lovely um <laughs> you know the fall of rome bad quote unquote the anglo-saxons um and then it'll go battle of hastings magna carta black death henry the eighth yeah. right and then and that's when history starts up again right yeah. and so and and history is told in this way you know for specific and racist reasons um and you know it that's why it's so important to know about history because you know the main narratives that people are fed all the time are just not correct like mm. you know we've seen the, the medieval historians are complaining all the time because i i can't remember exactly what it is but uh there are several medieval history questions on the life in britain exam which are just completely false like yeah the, the answers that they they have for them are just wrong and and they know i mean i i wrong, i i passed i I, I I don't know. Did you do your life in the UK test? Like, did you get nationalized? Uh, no. So I'm um, also an Irish citizen and I refuse to do so oh, because okay. of the centuries of oppression. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah um, oh, no, no, no. That's that. Oh, no. If, you, if you've got Irish citizenship already. Yeah, that, that, which is the best yeah, of both that, worlds because I can enough, vote. Yeah. They can't yeah, kick yeah, me yeah. out and I don't have to actually yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> um, uh But no, because, yeah, I, I, I did the test and... Uh, like now, I'm now I'm sure that I I I gave some incorrect answers to get the correct yeah. marks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 absolutely the case. And like, and that's shameful, right? Like, I mean, even the term um, yeah. Anglo-Saxon, you know, I always say quote unquote because like mm -hmm. that's not real. Yeah, that's something Victorians yeah. invented. Like, we have yeah. maybe yeah. eight documents that use the term Anglo-Saxon. No one called themselves fucking Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> they were like, we are English. If you ask them what they are, they're like english yeah 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 and the, you know the the trouble it, it can be difficult you know so it's what what i tend to say now is um early medieval english um which is accurate right it's like way more accurate like no one you couldn't go up to someone and say like hello good sir are you an anglo-saxon they'd be like bro what the fuck are you talking about like that would not be a thing that they that they understood themselves as you know but we use yeah. the term because of the kind of like um, 19th century Northern European Protestant idea of like, oh, well, this particular flavor of white person was destined to rule the world, right? And um, mm. because of, you know, the, the, the very nature, like, it's calipers shit, like the idea that there is an Anglo-Saxon yeah. thing. It's a desire to connect England with Germany and say that there's yeah. like one specific kind of a cultural hegemony that mm. arises from this this part of the world which makes no fucking sense like the even it, like especially in the medieval mm. period i'll tell you what czechs have a lot more in common with germans than english people do like england's a back of beyond this is like nowhere it's a swamp like it's yeah. it this is one of the least <laughs> yeah. important places in the medieval period and it's actually overstudied yeah um as a result but yeah. just because the the british went on to conquer the world so we pay more attention to their history than anyone else's so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the real privilege right there. Mm, um, mm. It's like, that's a bit yeah. 
most medieval fiction as well does center around England mm-hmm. <laughs> as well, which is which I think le- like you barely at least you know towards Western audiences, which is very deliberate. You rarely get medieval you know fiction about most other countries or nations. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always specifically the swamplands of England. Uh-huh, every time. And, you know, and, and that is, yeah, that is how cultural hegemony works, right? And and, and that's yeah. where we're at. But, you know, again, that that is why it's um, important. So I think a lot, you know, when I explain why I think that it's important to study medieval history, um, and I do, Yeah. Um, I think... I think about there was this lady at question time and this is I think like in the I think this was in like 2019 or something like that um, and she, they, I don't know we were talking about Brexit still innumerable like you know and <laughs> some old lady stood up and said and I quote Britain ruled the world for thousands of years and nobody had a problem with it then. No, it didn't. Why can't, why can't we get back yeah, to the yeah, empire? Yeah. And it's like, so everything about that statement is wrong. Like, thousands of years? That no, everyone no, it didn't. liked it? Like, what are you talking about? Like, there, there's this blip of, like, you know, maybe I'll give you 200 years, right? Yeah. Of, uh, like, at a push. And, uh, and, and, actually, and everyone most certainly did not and like no one it. Fucking yeah. liked it, right? and, so, so some of the worst two hundred years in like most of the world's history. Exactly, and it's like you know, it probably did feel like a thousand years because of how horrible it was. But it wasn't a thousand years. And and it's so it's it's ideas like that, and ideas like that yeah. are directly aided and abetted by our government, uh, by the way mm. that we teach history and the way that it's presented to people. And so you you yeah. cannot counter that if you don't know it, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, y- exactly. you know, there's we can learn a lot from the past about like how to be better, and there there are lessons there. There are interesting cultural things, and there are times when I actually think that uh, medieval people have a lot to teach us. But one mm-hmm. of the fucking things that they do not have to teach us is that um, actually, you know, Europe was always like a big white place uh, where men were allowed to wreak unlimited violence, and everything was great. No. Mm. yeah yeah definitely um yeah i don't know i I think that could probably be a sort of good point to to wrap things up as well i I guess um i I don't know if you guys had a a huge amount more to add but i think that that's that could probably be a good note to to wrap things up Uh, i I was gonna add something but my historical knowledge goes to about the 1800s (laughs) i do need to read up more on medieval history that's that's my blind spot it's great it's great yeah it's everybody's everybody's blind spot like except for mine because it's my job right so yeah yeah. i'm very much killed on the 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 20th century unfortunately mm. that's my <laughs> that's just, just yeah, television but... that's not history <laughs> we're yeah. still in that <laughs> yeah that is true that is true but yeah what i was gonna say is in that case i mean like if you have any sort of uh resources or any shout outs or anything like that as well where maybe oh yeah people who might be interested in this stuff yeah oh yeah okay. anything 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 that you've made yourself you know as well yeah so of course so, there's yeah. a there's my little blog which is going hyphen medieval.com um and i mm-hmm. write 
about stuff that I see uh, <laughs> that reminds me about medieval stuff all the time. Sometimes I just write about medieval mm-hmm. stuff, but it, you know, it's free and it's there. Uh, mm-hmm. You can support me on Patreon if you want. Ha 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 ha. Help. Um, <laughs> but um, I've also got, um, if you want a, kind of like an introductory primer to medieval history uh, that is cheap and easy, I have got a comic book, which is called The Middle Ages, mm. A Graphic Guide. It's out now on Icon Press, uh, wherever good books are sold. Um, and it basically... What I say about it is that it will teach you everything that I want my first year students to learn in my survey courses of England, like England, medieval, medieval Europe. Ew, see, I'm even doing it. Mm, uh. um, <laughs> yeah. uh, medieval it's Europe, all, right? It's 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 all it's all greater England. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, there's some really um, great, interesting public facing books out now that are not by me. But if you're interested in this, I can recommend uh, my friends and colleagues. Um, uh david perry and matthew gabriel have a book out now that is called the bright ages um which i really Mm. liked um and enjoyed and so i think that's that's a good one to to check out if you are interested in learning more stuff on depth and you don't just want to hear me prattle on all the time so (laughs) brilliant but i mean you i'm sure many people will want to hear a lot from you as well so uh uh-huh. yeah no this, this has been this has been great it's been very informative and, uh, and a lot of fun well i really really uh, appreciate and, you guys yeah. having me on i absolutely love the show so it's nice to be here no it's it's yeah just yeah no just really glad that we finally did make it happen <laughs> as well so yeah no th- thanks thanks a lot for your time for your yeah thank you ex- for coming ex- ex- expertise and everything yeah and if you want to send me some links by dm or something uh maybe i can like um yeah post them when we post the episode as yeah well. go on so, i'll do that yeah, yeah. that'd be great yeah yeah nice one uh great and yeah uh, i'm sure most people already know but where can people find you on social oh media yeah and so on twitter i am at going medieval and of course i also have uh, my little history podcast which is called uh we're not so different um so <laughs> we just talk about medieval stuff although we've just been finishing up a series on historical materialism so we haven't been talking about medieval history actually for quite some time it's mostly like me yelling about how robespierre didn't go far enough or how like the Paris communes failed to secure the bag and stuff like that at the moment. Like, <laughs> so, but you can check that out. Um, that's and, that's that that that's that good stuff. As yeah, well, and so, uh, yeah. we're on Twitter at uh, WNSD Pod, so you can check that out as well. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Once again, a, a massive thanks for for today. And as always, I'm Arjan at Arjanistan on Twitter, and I'm Connor at oh, my PP hurt. <laughs> I love it every time. Undefeated. Undefeated. I don't know how. It just came into my head like a vision. (laughs) I remember the first time I saw your, your handle, Connor, and I screeched. And immediately sent it to a friend and like smash follow. It, 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 it came into my head like an Arthurian legend itself. <laughs> so beautiful. It just, I just woke up one night and it was there, and I was like, I have to make it the, the header. <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. 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 Of course. Um, legendary. Legendary at. But uh, yeah. And uh, as always, we are at Leftover Pod on Twitter, on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Leftover Pod. And if you like what we do, and uh, have thought about helping, please do. It helps us a lot. Um, next month's Patreon episode coming out next week, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and other than that, yeah, massive thanks to Connor for production. Thanks to all of you for listening, and we will catch you all next time. Cheers. Uh, wanna brawl with me? Trying to brawl with me? Yeah, let me see you. Just come on, just come on.
we above the law. Feds can't touch me, y'all. Highly ranked, black blank ID card. So disregard what you think you saw. Put that phone down now. Who you think you calling, huh? One little flash, then good night, dear. Just open your eyes, honey. Look right here. Thank you. Mission completed. I mean it. We won't be defeated. You seen it. We did it. Either with weapons depleted. Galaxy defenders don't act like you don't remember. Taking contenders and proving they only pretenders. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the men in black is.